0: Welcome to another exciting week of Her Perspective of a True Man. I'm your girl, Cotton, and I'm back again. So last week, we were able to hear real men have real talk. And in Men Can We Talk Part 1, a lot of the guys shared their experiences growing up in a household with and without father figures and how it made them feel. They shared experiences of life as husbands and fathers. And so, guess what's gonna happen? This week, we're gonna get back into it, in part two, where men continue to share a little light on their lives and open up and be transparent. Listen, it is a blessing whenever you can hear men just have real talk and dialogue amongst each other. And for me, as a woman, It's like getting a blessing, you know, Christmas in the month of July. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Here's part two going into Men Can We Talk.
1: My answer is I have to tell a little bit of my own truth to answer that question. And I have to kind of start at the end with that. So the first thing I would tell you is find God before he finds you. The reason why I say that is because uh, I grew up around good, but I didn't grow up around God. And um, when you start to encounter that God, like, you start to get a piece of love. God, you get to There's like, a difference between God and good. Um, so I had good family, but I didn't have God. So, they were a support system. You, I did not learn to look into me for the good in, in um, With my friends, very good brothers, um, what I call the barbershop crew uh, that we have, is that in the barbershop, everything is kept real, it's not kept up. There's a perspective of that. We go that's, that's our sanctuary. Brothers, y'all know that that's, that's where we kind of go through. We talk about being and everything. Where really, is God? We talk about that shop. So that means that when the guy I admire, that's the hustler, or the guy that I admire, that's the businessman. he's really not telling me his failures. He's telling me his feats. So I chase his feet. I, I, I don't know that you didn't succeed in this. I didn't know that you had a problem. And if I don't know that, then what happens is I begin to think that you, as a man, are a superman. So what I learned as an adult is, I can't identify a superman, because I don't fly around, I don't hold the king. But I show you who Clark King is, I got glasses in suit, I can identify with the person who comes to Clark, Kings, Clark Kings. So I say that, they, you know, as a young person, we all can't walk around our friends, but we all move in the same era, the '80s. We kind of like a gang and then strong to each other and push each other through the hood. Same thing. I had <coughs> Oh, Ronnie got school, he got flags I was the first in my family with college. We had the club, we had the black hole. Oh, we got ADM got mm-hmm. flags. We take it home. Then we coming back out of the park. Yeah, make it for us. But that still is good. But what it didn't do was as I started to love my wife was. I didn't know, when I'm alone, who I was. So I knew who I am in the crew. I know my strengths. I know you do this, you do that, you do that, you play ball, you big girls, you fun, you like to hang out. But then when we are not a crew, who are we? So our love is almost like a gang lifestyle. We, we, we elevate and promote each other on what we, none of us really know. So the thing that we hold on to is that <coughs> we just really have us. You're just trying to survive. We're all in a generation where if you had 10 friends, probably only really well three so of you are with So if I saw you every day, I almost put you in the face, almost like I probably won't see you tomorrow. And accepted that from you. Not that you were a bad guy, unless someone just talked about you had lost a friend. So it's hard to grow in love when you think that what you love will be found to be taken away from you. That's, that's, that's a hard, that's a hard thing to do. So you try to be who you are, amongst what you are, where you are. Still know, you don't have that idea. So again, just to go back to telling me what, what I would tell. I don't have something. I have no what I would tell you, you know, and not that I would tell my daughter, this again. Find God before he finds you. Because when he finds you, 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 you never really read it. But, but, but it's, it's a totally different path. Because when you start that Christ in your life, you realize that all the things that i heard and thought and I thought were cool about what I saw were really not the right ways to go. Like there's a real individual in this life that we don't understand. And though we can turn to one another, it's still more important that I can still get dark and gray, that I can go to my Savior, that, 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 that God is not my Father. He's not like my dad. He ain't gonna turn me down. He ain't gonna tell me I'm not enough. He's not gonna do it. He ain't gonna tell me I'll add up. He ain't gonna tell me I'll catch the facts. I ain't gonna cut that My dad's not gonna tell me i to tell my, excuse, God's not gonna tell me I'm not to tell my timeline. He's not gonna He's tell gonna me to get a better grade. So you have to learn how to love the God in you and understand that people in you, even though they're good, it may not always seem that way. My mom has a phrase, She said, the road to hell is paid with good intentions. People mean well, but they don't always do well by what they mean. And sometimes that, can, as a young person, these days can throw you off in your life. So, I mean, I'll have to Find out. Mm-hmm. That's a Just to kind um, of what you were saying, please be patient as I try to put this together. My father. father did his best, but as far as role models, I found a challenge for my father. It's that with some men, they don't know how to be transparent or be open. So a lot of what he did was bad in front of my eyes because my father was a He was in the Vietnam War, so he can't with that. So his his intentions was not to expose me to certain things and though I never he really did, the fact that he never knew his father, it was very hard for him to really be emotional in talking to me about the wrongs and the rights. So my mother had to, she had to intervene in such a way to accommodate what he was not doing, but growing up, the biggest challenge that you talked before about mentors, there were people that God faced in my life, uncles who were not into the same type of lifestyle as my father was. And my father was the type of person, do what I say, but do what I do. But he had no idea that he was crippling me. Because even though I saw his wrongs, as I got older and on my own, I began to follow in certain things that he was doing. But the mentor aspect of it was, God protected me the whole time, but I fell victim to what I was exposed to because people, as some of you guys mentioned, the drug business—you know, those who had the nice things, those who were doing things that you were not, you, know, you were not conditioned to do—those were the ones who I looked up to. But because He had a covenant over me, I was able to have fellowship with people that really. My father always encouraged me: choose your friends. Don't make the mistakes, don't make, but always choose your friends. And in choosing my friends, I made good choices as far as my advantage. But the fault that, you know, the fault which I made was getting older to the point that I was a man, the principles that my father had still by observation, I felt back. And it was, I mean, Christ, the whole time, Christ was giving my attention. But unfortunately, what, what hurts men is that when you don't listen and oftentimes when you don't listen, God will allow your circumstances to get the best of you to pull you back to that place where you're supposed to be. And I wish that I had more. I mean, I wish I wasn't so hard Because my strength <coughs> got gotten too trouble. I'm going to go on the other side of that. Um. Well, faith makes us strong. is definitely a giver of life, but we also—I feel like we also in finally got around him in our knowledge of him. We still have to be responsible for all these people. We you a lot of times, and I come up in church. I come up in church. I come up in church. Up in church at Eight o'clock, seven thirty a.m. serve three p.m. all day long. Why? I come up in church. I know a church like backhats. And a lot of times I've seen all the time we can get into our salvation and uh, moving in the spirit. It's too much so much so we anesthetize ourselves to what's going on in life. We still have to be accountable for things that we are accountable to. That we're responsible for. And the love of Christ enhances that and gives us power and riches We still a lot of times you'll find people, you ever see people really super super saying? Or super stupid? Super, cool. <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to, but you're responsible and reckless and rational, you know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying, I am not negating that at all, I think that is the place we should be. But we never want to use that as a escape. Now I've got God, and now he, and it goes back to the positive. you, yes, you have to still be actively accountable. Moving your life along, enhancing your life, expanding your life, evolving, and you don't want to just get salvaged, is to, redeem your soul from the penalty of sin, when the Lord should come back and get us. If you believe that, that's what that means. But you still are responsible for your movement in this earth throughout the earth as you engage one another. I can't just throw spiritual statements to you and engage you. But does that make you relate? I have to say, come on. Yeah. How? Yeah. How? Yeah. How? Yeah. Not praise the Lord. <laughs> I say praise yeah. <laughs> They have their place. I'm not trying to show you. They all have their place, but I have felt as men as you're talking about your in my spirit, we can get really off into that. Because that gets us into a place where I don't have to be a job. I don't have to do this. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to talk. You know what I mean? yeah. I do. You say turn, I'm
2: saying? And then you turn people. They turn people. Because then you turn up your blog.
1: Okay. Because what happens is they see that ass being saved. Wait. You being spooky and silly and ignorant. You know, that kind of, that is not the place. It's a cover. i our version we real, walking in that day, I mean, the same thing we do, spiritual naturally, in the flesh all the time. I'm spiritual right you now, and I'm natural right now. But that passage, I, I have a male friend that tries to walk on that water like they're super saved and they don't know what reality is. And deal with me, you get checked real quick about reality. Because at the end of the day, you can't throw scripture at anyone and think they're going to be able to say but they never do. Bible that's not supposed to be yeah, you know, okay. but it's because when you do that, and I find mm-hmm. that a lot of people they say the holy role they mm-hmm. do it because they mm-hmm. are a mm-hmm. party themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I gotta be true to myself and I gotta show you who I really am, then that means I gotta let you know that I'm not as good as I thought I was, mm-hmm. and I'm not as perfect as I'm trying to make you believe. Right. This is why people do those things. The word is there for us to use as a tool and a guide as of how to live a living really life and walk in obedience to do what God called us to do. But we're not supposed to use it to camouflage our our pulse and our skeletons that <clears and throat> sit in the closet and try to make everybody think we're walking on water. Or expose anybody else's I mean we live like that. But know, that's good. and that is a whole other soul tie, whole other deal. Don't let me go there. Because it is something that people do all the time. So, when you're trying to figure out who you are and how you relate to someone, how you make relationships with someone, how you can just be honest with you and not have to worry about if somebody's going to take what you say and use it against you, you got to stop and think, like, Who am I? My mind. Exactly. And your, your walk is your walk. We don't have the same walk. I always have been down a road to yeah. somewhere else, totally different from one another. But the common denominator is that we all really become agreement with the other one Lord, one safety, one baptism. And we're good with that. But we still got our own walk. We're not going to walk like the next person. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for the young kids, the young men, to be able to see men tell their truth about, hey, I'm in there, I'm at that. but you don't have to fail, just listen to me. And it's hard sometimes with you as a young man, a great wife in a household with a single parent mother, and she's trying to do everything, and she's asking, because she's got two, three, four jobs, trying try to keep a roof over your head, and then you watching TV, and on videos. And Oof, you may got this and that and the girls are doing this. It's hard to stay focused because well, you're going to eat. Sometimes you're going to bed hungry. You're not going to school with nice and, you know, nice clothes and shoes. You're not doing that. You're putting on the same thing you had on maybe the day before. So it's hard to relate to other people that are telling you, oh, read the word or try to go the scripture at the young man. And you sit here going through your stuff and you're trying to I'm going my little baby another day. You know? Well, it's not useful. I mean, scriptures, when you're wearing clothes, it's irrelevant. It's, 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 it's about building the character of the child, about where we are with that. We, we I think we're getting we tossed but I think it's, it's all relevant. It has to place. It. It's just, I'm saying totally, that to be aware of it all, to be consciously aware and accountable for it all. The spiritual walk, accountability to one another, accountability to God. Responsibility to your family, responsibility to yourself. Be conscious of it all, and all of them will grow as you grow, you as your soul across. i got that, i got a story. I was, young, I was really great in church, my great grandmother would take me every second to the and and it's it's point where you see the same lady, you catch all those every Father, <laughs> <time. laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you see me, you me there. <laughs> I told I'm not going that. <laughs> and I never went back to church of my 20s. As soon as you start talking about this, that's what I'll tell you. The one time about that. Because you, same thing you do, doing. I see you sitting beside right, yeah. me. Right, right, You drinking with me. You smoking with me. You cuss all the library. We talk not God. But the woman I married, yeah. well, I saw and, and some of them, some of them is, about I mean, just her life was different. Mm. The conversation was different. Her attitude, how she spoke to me, it pulled me in. And the more I got to know about her, her life was full of to Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, i to you know full of God. No, no, no pretenses. Yeah. No, no preaching to me about yeah. who God is. And, uh, you know, I got to make She showed me about her life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, was she was honest. honest. I, know, in, and I saw her fall. I saw everything. And, yeah. and yeah. It just who she was and that light like, made me more interested in what was going on. There you go. She was honest. honest. Yeah. I went through the same wall. I mean, it took up until I smile when I look at my past and see where I'm at now from where I'm at. And he speaks about his wife. Uh, I shared a small me earlier. I was married before. Uh, my wife had deceased 11 year. And I remember exactly what he's saying. Here is, I'm just this guy that's making good money, blowing money, drinking, hanging out. I'm not I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember coming from work. buy two miles were blowing. Money. I remember coming from work. And a buddy who was, was coming from, I was working out with those airport as electrician. And he had this habit like stop out of the store and drink some ponies, a little a little crap. <laughs> yeah, you know, get a whole face with So like so he said, you know what I'm gonna find. you like, a, like a good one. Go ahead. See I was a So it was like one of those there. So, I see her in the other way a she was trying to install um, a tag on the comments. So, I walked up and I started where from. So, I didn't get scared, right? So, I helped her put her tag on the small conversation. And the funny thing about it, we had, it materialized through conversation, and weeks went by, and we both went to the same department. She comes by, she
2: had a full escrow. She's like, okay, here we go. Right? She gets up, hey, what's
1: Kind of like, be the talk and have a small conversation you know, So this first time she invites me upstairs. I am in a hot So she she's like on A4, like nine, like A little, like now before. on night. <laughs> 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 So <laughs> 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 <Bye. laughs> uh, <laughs> she okay. to the right. ah, yeah. <laughs> door. <lady>. i So, exactly <she's laughs> So, so, so she me to, to the She said, yeah, i can tell you, because like, yeah, i <terrificar> So, a story. so the next time I see her, this time I have a total different approach. Let's go out together, let's do this, let's do that. I'm going to Georgetown. I'm being fancy, with the moors in Georgetown. Right? You I'm real fast. So, so, so it's, like, oh, it's like a nice summer night. Like, as the sun goes down, it got like, and berries. Like, romantic, and, kind of, and um, down, recall, us, so everything was kicking in. And now, I do not know but it's no change for It don't change. the water's It used to be like an ice cream shop. They used to have those statues down. They looked real when we first walked that morning. So, now they do an ice cream shop and nothing very funny. Might look good. Came back. We live in the same property complex. I don't want to take the library everything. So Lex is Sunday of next morning. it's Monday, I have not work. So I guess I'm going to be ready for work. A little car at 12, 16, 17. So I go, I
2: don't know. It's my home. Oh, okay. That's all
1: that. She says, thank you for the great night. And she had a smiley face on her. her name is Sandra. Come on. In. I I was spending So to Antoine. says, the to a relationship and you talk about, something different, it was different was That I had someone who was literally sit down and have a conversation and be honest. Work. So, to, to not make it, we still, my wife, at that point, she's my girlfriend, my girlfriend, she's, she started, was a girlfriend, girlfriend. We started, we were dating, we started getting strong emotional feelings, and she said, To not be honest, with you about about me. And I said, well, I know a person who died at you. <clears throat> so, she said that was my heart, and she kind of. i tell you, I'm sick. So I'm looking at her like, "What's was it? She said, I had to move. I said something before I got No, I heard it, but I can't even think it was coming from. But I can't say what it's from. So she explains all the details of it. She says, the am going to see it. So, except, 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 except. She had me to consider so I'm taking it all in. But my be like, but you're so joyful. You've mm-hmm. You got so straight. Mm-hmm. You don't let this take you, like you could. good. So I'm going to her about the fact that she's got this, but she still wanted it. She looked like it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I took it all in, and I remember, I remember the, the name because I remember two years before, so my mother was still there. She said to me, that her girlfriend, her co worker, has some doors she likes to meet. She, I said, Brother, she has, she sick. I said, What you mean? She said, She has this thing all over. The place. And I, said, I was like, Man, I couldn't place the where it was now. And she said, "And She said, She's nervous. She's a sick person. So, so then, when I so what I did, I to educate myself. Let me find out what this is. Mm-hmm. So I ran up
2: of it. I said, oh, oh, oh. So let me share. As she was being honest, she said, I don't understand if this is something you're not interested in. Mm-hmm. I respect you
1: enough that if you don't want to continue this relationship, I understand who you want to go. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm being honest with you because it's a fair for me to be honest. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, okay, I respect that. Okay, I respect that. Then the other part I said, it, I kind of say my spirit? She to, um, strong, and then she had a prayer. She said, well, I have to tell our friends, I, I, I have to tell them that we, we, got that. we can't be interested in this guy. She said, so she, she remembers she telling me she's been there. She said, That's not anything to do she was. But then I to say, she matured into a All I knew was that this was someone I just wanted to be around. We talked, we talked, we had general conversation, we had friendship. And that's when I started exposing my mom. My mom's side started to be exposed. But I didn't feel it. I didn't feel having heard about me being exposed. Because she was honest to show me something that she didn't want to share. Mm-hmm. And at the time, she knew she was all write right. So I texted And that's when she And I remember one time, um, she was signed to an event. I would have some fun. She offered me to do this, and I know many women probably don't do this. And I'm like, wow, oh I'm right? My, yeah. <laughs> my, like, my spirit is saying, yeah, yeah. so I set off, and I'm telling this, this. So this you, I'm so you, I'm telling for i Came she said to her, this We have to be a little under the radar because my family will respect gets, uh, she, mm-hmm. So for a She goes for a family room,
2: she comes back. She's tears, face all flushing.
1: He said the problem is that doing prayer, that's when we start About the choices. So, so you can imagine I it's looking like the <laughs> I was the man, I was the bad what's his background? He ain't got no Christian spirit blah blah blah. But again I don't you know. I'm in him, I don't think that to end of the relationship is we the Lord. Then I became to a point. I had started having an injured. I had a radio carrier injury in my back. Somehow a whole year, 1992, I'm not even working. I didn't even work. Uh, I had a not that my work was coming. Go get uh, treatment for my back and surgery. So I went back to like leaving a chiropractor. So I went and spent like a whole year 1929 working. This is the woman who did not even not which her name. She wasn't even obligated to do what But she allowed and accepted me for what God was. She believed in me because of the honesty that we developed. And I was the only route without even could any to and other than what God was supposed to take care of your father. And it was like this mission that it's in. In so when we honestly all know is called spiritual. Because we didn't matter. So the more I'm turning into the Christian side of it is that. As much as you believe in the word of God, and as much as you believe in how wants you to afraid of God, I that's what I was born is that if that person draws you into that environment, you don't know what that. Is, and it makes you strong spiritually. Now you realize that you're adapting something that you think oh, really adapted to Now you find yourself okay Then okay. you find yourself saying, This is done for a reason. We're tied together for a reason. This is not it's not a mistake.
2: So I became to a point, as a relationship, on, what I wanted to do as that man, he could stay the care him.
1: take care of Take care of her. So the relationship turned to a big, that very thing. And so the more I'm was sharing was with God. because the thing we started off the story about what we tell young men. So I had a pastor, a pastor, and they said, first of all, that he's a you to keep telling me, lead by example. Never quite understood what you mean by that. I always thought that if you had to do something, so, you know, I'm thinking this, I gotta do something. But it wasn't that I had to do anything, I had to just be me. Like, do the things it's asking me as a male, black male, a man. That's leading
2: by example. So when you ask, what do you do with young youths? This is what I'm gonna share with you. I'm gonna speak a story.
1: I had some neighbors across the street from the Left State Park. Love to death. When my wife died, <laughs> they did much for me. They had a son
2: who was a great athlete. He went from high school to
1: college to being a in the NFL. They allowed me to see that dream by inviting me to uh, Going to watch a game in Richmond and then the meetings of guys sitting in a hotel or a conference room. They never told me what this whole was about. Sitting there and the guys looking at like, who are you? You're not expecting this third party. are to sit there to and joyfully see this guy talk about, and he's agents about bringing him in to play NFL. One thing that did one of the type of stories is when his, his mother said to me, you just never know who's watching you. You never know who's observing watching your and what you do. My son, Mars, he watched you and how you communicate, how you relate yourself, and how you relate to your wife. He can even tell you pretty much everything he was. And you love it, just like that.
2: And I said, um
1: so, so, so that was that part of the shift, that the, the passing shape. So when you ask me about the young use, I might not always be able to verbally instruct them or something, but if I am providing the services. In a, in a physical and emotional way, then I think I am signed into my part my, my mission yeah. and my science yes. and I will still be able to sit down and talk to them but if I can keep my shoulders square, my eyes straight and keep my head with confidence and I'm going to be who I am and don't let the opposition around me disturb my family, my, my, my space, my neighborhood, my good, then I have a confidence. That leadership. I have given with the UV. That's part of it. this
2: war work involved. And my niece was 34 years old. It's so tough
1: to find good men like you. Because I don't mind I love you. I watch you. you as an uncle. I watch you as a black man who stands for the right. To do good. And I look for women like you on the planet. Yes. I'm an I see my friends, my little girlfriends, like, what's your love? what's uncle? He's so cool. He's high, And all I want to release, my life, I never even thought in my life, I worry so much about everything my So when you ask the question, what does black men worry about? That's what we worry about. Mm-hmm. That's what we get up and we battle for every night, every morning. We worry about our women seeing us. We are believers leaders that we're supposed to be. not no one come in here and try to beat us down and take about our position, our role. Instead of talking about a job, I welcome my job. And it's like, man, like, um, like feel safe. They don't see you as a man of articulation. They don't see you as a man who is his body They see you as this black man. Some man with a side and thoughts. And I can open my mouth and talk to better man and I still look at it Like I don't have no sense direction. So what I gotta do sometimes, I gotta blow that up, because that temperament of that side of me? I gotta take that. I gotta connect to God and ask Him to continue to me fast so I can't get out of the system yes. So I can still be that view that my niece yes. said she yes. see, and my neighbor's yes. son said. Amen. That's powerful. That's cool. yes. <clears throat> Thank you. A few minutes ago, we all said what we say to the young men, obviously young people, period. Out here nowadays. And one thing that I was sharing with you know, myself, I grew up uh, a child in the 70s, the type of the seventh, following from a double type kid. <laughs> <coughs> I grew up in Richmond and you know, working class family. My mother worked two jobs most of the time, spent so a lot of time with my grandparents. And my grandfather was the role male role model in my life. So I was encouraged to stay on the street in there, if I didn't, well, i keep it. I could admit So, you know, I played ball and had a part-time job, ended up going to college, and you know, went to school, did pretty good, came out, agreed, got a CPA license, moved here to the D.C. area, worked different jobs, and I thought I was up on it. I thought I was the man, you know, one of the clubs back in the day, RSVP, holding all <laughs> <nice> that <stuff. laughs> oh, yeah, classes, I told Glasses. you know, Glasses. Glasses. One of the reasons I came in is that when DC was like 10 women there got one guy. Was I was like, i on way. you know, working and, and starting career You know, I thought I was all that. And then I met my uh, wife or ex wife, you know, and uh, we got together and bought house. You know, I had one daughter. You couldn't tell me anything. Okay? I mean, I had the big hate. You know, I'm like, I'm upper middle class black man in PG County, black man, black county, black car. You know, I was up on And I thought, that's how it's was going to be felt. And circumstances hit me, you know, our relationship getting peed out. Um, Health-wise, I had a couple of, you know, bad turns. And if I would tell these young men, especially, and even young women, stay humble. okay? You can have success, you want to have success, we encourage success. But a lot of times, I know in my case, I see it with other people, some of my kids, even with people coming behind me, get to a point where you think you did it all yourself. God didn't have a hand in this. Mentors didn't have a hand. You know, I'm driving this Mercedes or BMW because of me. What I do. Okay, I went to Howard. In my case, I went to VCU. Came to Maryland, got the MBA. You know, it's all me, 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 me. Okay? And it don't take much to get way late. God got away your humbugs. Yeah. I used to see homeless people on the street get off the metro and people ask you for a dollar or something. I'm like, I ain't giving that man no money. Oh, I'm going to give that phone some money so he can go drink it up. Not knowing that everybody has stories. story. I became separated and like, overnight I went from having a family to I was in the house all by myself. And I never forget going downtown to a job interview. freezing cold outside the dude came back and was like, oh, I was the type I would He wouldn't even look in and i like get away from me. So even then I was like, no, man, no, he's like, look, man, I don't want it for drugs. I don't want it to drink. I'm hungry. So I said, I'll, I'll buy you something to eat. And usually, if dude dude's gonna drink it up, smoke it up, they're gonna go about their business. Yeah. He's like following me into McDonald's on F Street. bought him some lunch. I thought he'd go about his business. He can't even sit down inside. <laughs> so we talked, and And to this day, I believe that's God yeah. trying to show me that. You know, listen to his story, he was from New Orleans, the hurricane hit, he did construction and then he couldn't find a job, and he was from city to city, bad luck. So I feel like that was God talking to me. You know, like, hey, you educated and you CPA, and you thank you for all that. You know, everybody's got a story, okay, so you see people don't, you know, don't shake your head at them and say he lives or he that. When you up on it, that's good. I, mean, I want everybody to be successful, okay? But you gotta stay home. And I would tell the young people, among other things, that that's one of the big things I would tell them. Stay home, it's not all you. You got parents that, that helped you, like one of y'all said, uh, your grandparents were there in the 60s, the ones that, with the uh, water holes and all that. We. Our generation then, we stand on the backs of a whole lot of other people, and I think we forget that sometimes. I know I did, okay, and I know a lot of young people, they think they just, it's all them, you know. I don't like that a little bit. You know, just stay, stay home. but As an action how do we get the exposure for a young man to you guys, this whole idea,
0: Um, a little context. Um, I just moved here six months ago from Philadelphia.
1: I have four sons. Um, I currently work at the University of D.C. Community College, so guys who are from D.C. I'm sure you know it's 801 North Capitol. And one of the strangest things I've ever heard when I first started there is that, perception of this university, the community college, that students, parents, employees, people view the school as a university for dumb children. Now, I I come from a major city. I've never heard anything like that, but I've actually heard it out of the students mouth. I come across, um, I'm a student success specialist, basically I'm an academic advisor, so I come across a lot of black males, and for me, I need to know what action me individually, my team, however, it can get spread out. What can we do to help young men move? Be encouraged. They come from the side of, as you know, not so well situations. It's discouraging, but what I see is that they come to college because they know that they should be doing something, but yeah, right they're not quite sure why <laughs> and even how to and he said down no, wanting to be um, you know an aviation major. And it's it's remarkable, but how do we keep this going? And and what can I do to say, here's this person to be in contact with, here's this group, um, maybe scholarships to help them pay for the education, maybe it's to help them pay for books. We have students that are going to school. And, and it's an eight, uh, like a 16, 17 seventeen-week semester. And the semester is gone, and they still don't have access to books. How can we expect for them to learn when they come to the table with all of these deficits? So my issue comes from not only just having four meals; it's very close to my heart. But so is the education aspect, and we all, you know, we have these different degrees. We go into school. We have the secondary um, post education. We understand what it means in this society. And for black males, we really know what it means in this society. But there's that big gap. Um, Apparently, you know, DC public school system, they're not releasing the best educated students to go to even community college. That's sad. And the expectation that we may have as as a people, that we want our young people to do better, what are we really doing to set in place? for them to make those steps, increment steps to do that. So my thing is, what's the action? What's, what do we do this? So as mother, a mother of two boys myself, I understand you, I get you, I've been there, and you know, I mother not just my own two boys, but I mother other young men. <clears throat> a lot of times in that situation, Young men don't have the mothers that have to know what all are, understand about education. I used to teach third grade. So, education has always been something very huge in my family that you must have. But at the same time, when we have these young men that are out here, as you say, they don't know what to do. Them, school is really a safe place. That's why they go Because that's the only place they know for that. Kind of hearing that they learning process there at that school is that students are actually coming in in financial aid because of the refund checks
0: and it's desperation because they don't understand that that's something you have to pay
1: back. It's only made four hundred debt so you're gonna have you know, but they don't have that understanding. What they're doing is in the moment, and I get you need to help your family, Feed your brothers and sisters. Maybe it is to pay for books, but for you just to get a metro card. I mean, it could be a good number of things but they've created this this thing for themselves that's going to be even more challenging to get out of because they have to live in the <laughs> moment. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> I definitely would like to reach out to as far as you know we talk about those issues at hand because again when I said earlier as far as we have a lot of issues in our community which is a huge issue. And so I
2: wouldn't dare try to give you resources as far as to try to figure that out. But it all starts with a conversation and it all starts with um, getting a group of kids that are definitely in need. Us uh, to bid, we, we know resources. We have resources. Our community has resources. So it's just that we, have that, that needs to be something that we definitely can tackle. But we have to sit down, we have to strategize and organize and, and figure out how to
1: help these uh, children out. So you know, I'm to add, as a professional industry consulting and I'm also go back to my community. I'm from Bennett Grove. So I've done workshops in Rhode Island Avenue with these two seven-year-olds and 14-year-olds. So I teach them the importance of image. I teach them how to sit down at a table and have a uh, dinner at a white table establishment without being intimidated. I teach them how to eat properly, I teach them how to shake hands with the enemy. I teach them home etiquette. These are the things that I teach outside of styling guy, but also teach young people how to prepare for the future. You have to know these things, these etiquettes. You have to know that a lot of kids go to college and they still don't know. You know, they're not prepared for the interview. They don't know that, okay, you don't wear tight bridges to the interview. You don't wear pants or interview that's two inches higher than what your shoes are. You know, this is how you dress for success. That's how I was raised. We had workshops in school. Dress for success, what that looks like. You know, how to get in front of the <coughs> and, um, cover letter, we talk these things. You know, but I think the circle of you men know, our experiences, I don't mind doing workshops, you said, where I teach you man, how to tie a tie. be surprised a lot of young in college don't know how to tie a tie. You know what I mean? There's something simple as that. You know, the details that you wear, the colors that you wear, blacks and blues and races. Or your, these are things that college kids need to know that maybe your sons need to know. You know, that men need to, know, I mean, you'd be surprised a number men I talk to that don't have a foundation of water. Yeah. And that to yeah. so I always tell everybody, it's just, we got to use our resources. Yeah, you yes. know, every individual in here is worth something, and they have something that they can provide. So, I um, will definitely, I will definitely personally reach out to you, and I will talk in more detail. that's what I I mean, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be able to, to the church, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The problem I have a lot of times in our community is it used to be like Tuesday on the backs of Giants, right? So during those times, those Giants had cultural centers, churches, yeah. politics. They taught a lot of different things, went through the church. The problem I got nowadays was like, it's right, like, not about community in the church. Some churches are doing it, but those type of resources used to be critical available in the church. he's yeah, absolutely exactly. Right. You know, that's the whole thing. You know, everybody's going to every Sunday to spend, you know, you give me the money for time to open up. but the young brother still have. Right. And yeah, we talk about what's oh, as far as the academic thing. That's, that's right. what we call all like. just You the these just you know, at every know. angle. But, you that's But, you know, collectively, we just got to, you know, pull up the straps and uh, go at and tackle all of these issues, whether it's each individually or collectively, how we do it. Yeah, I think it's good, and thank you for sharing, because, you know, for those of us that don't have kids going to that university, we don't hear things, you know, when it comes to that. Um, And so, you know, a lot of us do go to the same church there that's in here. So our church shows us what leadership looks like and how we're supposed to do things and cover the people that are inside the church. You know, it's not about just being the church, but the church covers the community. And so we are ready to be able to have that kind of leadership. Um, and it might stretch out into another outreach, yeah. you know, as far exactly. as, far as um, like rocking where we're, we're all in Discipleship just a three year into and uh can do a lot of outreaches and um that might be something that we can tackle as well so yeah exactly. mm-hmm. the conversation like you say then kind all out and see what the approach should be you know obviously you know we have to meet these young people really right. oh, um I understand the development of of young people and education has to be a part of every single conversation that we had as Black Americans, education has to be a part of it, and you know, not one person can fix it because obviously our education system is broken. So you know what I mean. The how household is being broken, but there has to be some shining light somewhere around some corner that students can be able to access and be able to kind of latch onto that gives them home, you have to have home. Um, what i uh, also noticed is um, most other races or communities for their men have right yeah. passage. Mm-hmm. The black men you don't have that. You're a Jewish, you have a mix. Um, yeah. 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 even going back to our ancestors, a certain age, 13, us yeah. boys, you're going out and hunt, you come back, it's the right passage. Not that you were just your daddy, but the village, everybody knew. So we don't, we don't have any of these benchmarks. Most of us as young boys get our ad from, if you kick some. Here again, going to the, to the, the what I'm saying, that barbershop shop talk about someone maybe telling you something, but it's not always for really the good of you, so. We honestly don't even know what that right passage is like, because none of us went through it. Like, we, we don't have stepping stones to say, hey, when you get about this age, this place, there's some things that, hey, y'all, look, See, that's the checkup yeah. Like, go, go, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. what's going on in school? This person, every time I see my niece, who's going on in school? Yeah. See, see, that has to be a standard in, in the communication and not every day, all the time. Not in my life, your job, not in my life, Let me check on you. Yeah. When you went home, um, when I was here, you messed up in school. You have about well, 10, 12 phone calls in the house, that day. And my yeah? yeah. yeah. mom told the whole right? yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> thing. <laughs> 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 You never think But you know they want something that, that people know, they let like you two know, that you were cared about that you weren't allowed to just mess up. It, so, I think there's some of it for us we talked about earlier, we don't have these benchmarks in place to know what in look like. So we're almost starting something or trying to start something that we have to build, establish, and maintain for our young men. We really, like, see, we really just don't know what that looked like. Like you, each has got pretty been in the Same thing, like you said. Our problem is passing your practice, going to practice you that you didn't go to. But again, like you know, I am still getting that same person from the girls in the community that saying, I can't really catch what you're doing wrong. I can't go to school with you. But um, I know, not. don't fall back to heat. So we have to have more of, of, of that That honesty within our men and our community to say, hey, look, um, we ain't going to separate from you, young love. We Okay, and you sold that value years five Okay, that ain't going to work for so many more re ups. You know, know, you're not gonna make it. Like you said, they got a tombstone or a number with your name on. So we gotta, we gotta work on that. And like I said, said, it's it's not one thing; it's just a a thing that we have to collectively um invest into when we see it. I just have a comment. Um, I just want to applaud all of you. And I say that. Because I want you to know that we depend on you. I depend on you. I'm not a single mom. But I had to take my son to get that suit for that interview. I didn't know how to tie that tie. But there was an older black gentleman. Told him what we were there for. Took him aside. Showed him how to tie it. The shirt, how long it's supposed to be, the jacket, how it's supposed to fit, the shoes where they're supposed to lay. I didn't know that. His dad didn't know. He wasn't raised that way. He didn't know. So please keep doing what you're doing because we need you to do that. I can't teach him what I don't know. I need you. The community needs you. We need more of you. So again, I applaud you because most of the time you don't get applauded. So I'm grateful for you. Thank you. One other quick thing I thought about my man, he spoke about it a minute ago. And he said electricity used to go off and play cards. One thing I think we're going to do with our men and women too, young, young people, is get them to unplug from mm-hmm. the phone, the, the social media and all that stuff. I, I've not seen too much on Twitter that ever believe anything good. Put all your business out on Facebook, okay, being glued to the telephone. Put the phone down and open up a book, okay. One thing, one of the best things my mother up here for us was buy a set of a work, uh, work <laughs> of <laughs> <and> <laughs> we read I read those books, I read those books from culture to culture, okay, and y'all people don't read them. Like <laughs> <years> yeah. <laughs> she, she, really to she does things with like games. Her thing was, she said to me and my sister one time, we're going to start having family meetings. So I said family. So that's why I'm, I'm going to talk about I ask what So my dad didn't you know, participate, me and my sister. Okay. So, uh, one of her things she that I had to a team of people who was in the game and put the dial down, yeah. and that challenged you to think, that challenged you to put your words to spell. Then at the time, it was a game, and I realized I was and it was a people positive figure that would have been right. so I put that up because I really posed a question to see if y'all may come back here and I'm talking about I don't want to get politically because I'm not I'm not this savvy guy, but I remember coming up to school. And I never really focused on academics. Not saying I couldn't. But selectively I just showed other directions. Other I got out, I graduated But I remember when I first hit the streets after school, I had no clue what I wanted. I didn't have some people I didn't want like to college. All I knew about and the way my father ministered is get a job. Because he was a good time, he asked everyone money. get him a job, get him a job, and I had multiple, tools, multiple jobs, I had to do a very bit moving furniture, um, so I found my first official job, I actually had, and me and I in a little bit of everything, and it's an auto shop called high gear, and I remember, I went in for the interview, and the guy hired me, and at the time, I, I didn't know nothing about auto parts, no, I take that back, I did. Cause fortune on one side, my mom's dad was my grandfather. He's from the gym, he lives in the gym. My parents come on <coughs> <of> an <awful coughs> and, and talk about the VA. So my grandfather was black. When I say less, he was a black man who was on business before. service served So when I came in, we are all I knew in the business. So at the time, I'm ecstatic as a kid. We go spend some, it's something very something that all summer and all that not spend the time in service station and that's why I know the Victory Boulevard enforcement you know so we had three locations one up there Victory we we Boulevard Washington Washington yeah so he had three it's a black one we had one of the Victory Boulevard used to be four service stations his last name is Home.
0: So, where I'm going with the
1: story is that I'm learning from of this is learning. I have found that I learned a customer service. I learned how to count social I learned how to work with cars, understand what it's I learned the social Because back then you had full service, right? So, you got to get into this yourself. So, I learned that because I had to introduce myself. I learned how to say, good morning, man. These all things was part of my growth. So when I got out of high school, I had the basics. But one other part, is time changed, I didn't have any focus on college education to make money. Now my biggest challenge is how do I get over the hump? The hump is how do I make myself social attraction to be called the other side? I didn't have my articulation. Never, my own, yeah. So when I got the job, that I gave introduced it, it a great calls from Andrew Evans. So if I'm Andrews, you got all the different people, the country right. or whatever. It right. like, military. Right. So all these different people come in, okay, and I got access to yeah. a different way. Of, so I'm, I'm monitoring, and I'm just taking notes. Then I have this guy, that's good friend of mine. His name is Peter, And I'm sitting there, I sitting there behind really came how he was how he chief like words, how they was really more comfortable with him, how they gravitate to him. And what I admire about by Byron is that he talked about a lot of words and we look about that by panel on around Patton. And I think so like his view custom he went he were full time, he went on. To move in the state, to get his job, to get a degree in engineering. Oh, some of them, what percentage of parents they ministered to us to get a college degree, to get this. So at some point, the relationship grew. I got a chance to meet his family. Have a big family. Yes, sisters is about all the college. But my point is, your environment is important, but we had to insert ministry of someone at times. You keep, you keep going. And you, as a generation, you go back. So here it is. He was that mentor for me to start focusing on that. So eventually, at some point, years ago, Prince of County had an all time program. He's had a program called, called PIT. P was a program for the kids were on the poverty program, on the poverty program, where I went to the point. Years ago, and <laughs> I laughed because I remember one other front office when she was one go and I used to have saying say, Why did you see a rotation? The same people back here all the time. I said, I don't want to do this. Anymore. So I remember fly sitting up on the front, and the opportunity. What no, they don't know. That's the other side that's to it. So once I gave him that belt, I'm holding him accountable now to not come to my office with his pants hanging. I can hold him accountable now. So before I couldn't. So I just wanted to share that story because that's the kind of thing that, that I see on a daily basis. Um, I want to piggyback on what you said this morning is it's great that you're accountable for him and you provide a better. That is what I'm going to be honest. Yeah. A man should have checked them before he got to your office. Yeah. I'm sure that men in that college, DC college, that's all without a better. And what I want to say is before I can be up to your son, to your son, to your son, is I got to check myself yeah. daily. And be accountable to myself. So, before we can assist you and the four boys you got, and your school, and y'all boys, gentlemen, we gotta do this all the time. Yes. As a group, yeah. in the mirror with ourselves. That's how I started my coaching <coughs> I was broke in. I couldn't dress my body because I got filled back together. So, so there has to be that self accountability. Then, I want to just say real quick. We as men, I'm gonna speak to myself. My friend just said, You know what, you're Batman. No, you're not bad, man. And he said, Because you provide all of this for people, you're always there. He said, But then you go and hide. And I said, No, oh, I don't. He said, Philip, always there. You serve, here, you serve here, you give here, you give here, you give here, you come in here, but then you shut down. And I will realized, Right. Because when you pour and you pour and, you pour, and there's nothing left, yeah. you gotta meet gotcha. you. <laughs> so I can relate to Superman and to Batman because right. that's what they did. When they went out to save the world, they got back in their place into their box of safety. And that's what I realized my Batman is It's a place where I have a refuge. I got to pray. I'm to God all can pull back. Yeah, I, yes. yes. I, yes. I can. <laughs> so, I can be here for Wayne, I can be here. Antoine, I can be here. From a man on the end, Jordan, I can be here for sin. But at the end of that, we don't. No. I need somebody. You know what I'm Right <laughs> now, I got a little bit. I got to be mad enough the know. I got a little bit. I can't answer the phone. I can't show up. because I ain't got nothing left. That's what I believe a real man needs to be honed up to. Yeah. And I say, you know what? I ain't super mad today. I ain't clocky. I got the suit in the glasses. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I can do is sit behind the desk. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can do. I'm just going to say Then I got the paper. You know, and that's good. That's That's good. You know, for those that are serving, those that are always pouring out, you know, <coughs> have to step back and take a break and your energy is going to go over you know, God and yourself and just sitting there and you have you give so much of yourself. But,
0: you know, as men, and then to those of you that are married and those that may be in relationships or not, and you have good girlfriends and, you know, your best friends, Thank you for joining me with another Her Perspective of a True Man and listening to Men Can We Talk? I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. So until next time, this is your girl Cotton saying see you later.
1: Bye-bye.